From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 181 of the Anxiety Project Podcast. I am Brad Robinson. Let's talk about diet. I don't talk about diet as often as I could or should on this podcast. Well, bear in mind, I am not a dietitian. I am a practitioner, though, of eating a certain particular way of eating, low-carb, high-fat, high-protein, a ketogenic diet. And I want to talk about why not just myself, but the people who do go on these very primitive uh, low-carb diets, why they improve their health, not just physically, but mentally as well. And what is that way of eating? What do I eat in a day? And so that's what this podcast is about. My current ways of eating, my history with diet, and what I find to be universally true for people who go and eat this way. Um, Before I dive in, I want to go over your comments on previous podcast episodes, starting with CP13. They say, great content and really helpful, particularly useful for me in the last five minutes. I have health anxiety and seem to be able to manifest physical problems at will and are are all linked in to believe that I am sick. Starting running and into Goggins as a role model, feeling control coming back and power. This creating pathways that if I can start my symptoms, I can stop them. Your words help me understand the pattern of what's actually happening in my brain, which really helps and stops me guessing. Well, thank you, CP13, for your for your uh, comment. I'm, I'm glad things are progressing. I'm glad you're seeing results, and I'm glad you're sticking to a discipline like running. That's a that's a that's a great thing to do. And Goggins is such a role model, and um, I love him. He's he pushes the limits of his mind, right? And that's what we should all be doing. Jenny says, I noticed within myself that when I sacrificed those behaviors that no longer serve my higher self, things in my life, how I feel, became better. Thank you for clarify- clarifying what I deep down already knew but couldn't understand. Um, absolutely, Jenny. I'm grateful that you follow Erica S. says, thank you so much for your podcast. You've helped me so much with my anxiety. I'm so forever grateful. Thank you, Erica. And I keep listening, keep implementing the tools, keep growing. That's what this podcast is all about. Now, let's get into this episode on diet, specifically a low-carb, ketogenic, carnivore diet. Now, I'll get into what these diets are all about, what these diets entail. But really, my goal of this episode is to inspire you to look into this way of eating and to question your current way of eating. That's what I want. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a medical doctor. I am someone 
who was inspired to feel mentally clear, to feel energized, to feel healthy, strong, vibrant. That was my aim. So I researched diets and then I started to implement a certain way of eating based on how other people were feeling on the diet. So this whole diet journey started when I was listening to a podcast with Professor Jordan Peterson. On this podcast, he was talking about this carnivore diet that he's on. And that made me perk up and wonder, wow, that's strange, carnivore diet? And then he started to talk about how it healed all of his autoimmune problems. He's been suffering from autoimmune problems his whole life. Gum disease, inflammatory problems, uh, even being consistently bloated and uh, above his normal weight. And I was blown away by his experience on this diet. He said that he's sleeping better. His depression is so much lower than it's been his entire life. And he's weaning off all of his anxiety medications. And his mental clarity is through the roof. And his energy is through the roof. And this made me so intrigued. I wasn't questioning, oh, meat, meat's bad or, you know, we shouldn't eat all that meat. And I wasn't really thinking about that. What I was thinking about was, which is not true, by the way, uh, what I was thinking about was, wow, there's something about this way of eating that is having this profound effect on him. And I, deep down, I knew that the way I was eating was not good because my fiance and I, we would go out to restaurants all week long. We'd go to different places. We'd get pizza. We'd get burgers. We would go out and get um, Indian food. And then we would get pasta. And I remember one particular night, we went to a pizza place. And we had pasta, I think. And after that, I was in the car and I was feeling so lethargic and sleepy and brain dead. And I felt like, wow, I have to switch my diet. I ate the food. I don't feel good. There's a link between the food and how I'm feeling. So what if there's something out there, a way of eating that I can feel mentally at my best? Because I was starting my business at the time. And I wanted to be mentally at my best. I wanted to communicate uh, and speak a certain way. And I wanted to uh, be, I wanted to be as present and there as I can towards my clients and you guys listening to this podcast and watching my videos. I wanted to be at my best. And this motivated me to go on a strict diet. So after watching Peterson's clip, I started to research low-carb diet. And keto came up. Keto is this low-carb diet where you have a little bit of berries, a little bit, a little bit of vegetables, and the rest is meat, chicken, fish, eggs, 
bacon, all, all, the, all the meats, right? Just paying attention to your carb count is really important and keeping it under 50 grams a day. And that's, that's net carbs. That's total carbs. Keeping it 50 grams and below, people tend to work the best. So eating avocados is good. Um, and I, I, I started eating this way. Uh, eat big bowls of salads with a little bit of chicken and shrimp and some olive oil dressing. And I was feeling really good. I noticed at the beginning, I started to feel more energized. Just by reducing all the sugar, the grains, and the vegetable oils from my diet, I noticed a big shift the energy, the mental clarity, and the inflammation in my body started to go down. There were pains in my my joints, like my knees and my lower back. That disappeared. And I was blown away. There's something to this. So for dinner, I was eating a steak and some vegetables, like broccoli, some carrots, cauliflower, and then I would drink water, and that would be my meal. And I noticed as well, because I was eating fattier cuts of meat, I was satiated more. So I start. I went from like five meals a day on the average diet that I was on. You know, I was snacking all the time. I was eating pasta, cereal, crackers, rice, all of that, right? A variety of carb-heavy foods. But when I reduced all of those carbs and added fattier meats, eggs, fish, I was more satiated, full. And I reduced all of those meals to three meals a day. And now I'm on two meals a day because I'm no longer hungry throughout the day. I eat breakfast. I'm no longer hungry until 3 p.m. And then I'll have a meal at three, and then I won't eat until eight in the morning the next day because I'm just not hungry. And that's the beauty of this way of eating. You're satiated, but also you're giving your body nutrition, proper nutrition, so that it doesn't crave food consistently because that's part of why you crave so much carbs or food in general when you eat a high-carb diet is that your body is craving the nutrition. But when you eat a donut, when you eat cake, when you eat uh, pasta, what happens is that it fills you up temporarily, but you, you're hungry an hour later because your body is not getting the right nutrition. And then also, you get those crashes throughout the day that I hate it. That's one of the biggest reasons why I switched away uh, to this diet is because I would experience these lows and highs up and down all day long. I would eat breakfast and then an hour later I would be tired. And then I would eat lunch and then an hour later I'd be tired. And this would go up and down and I'd be hangry at some points. And then 
uh, full at some other points, but then tired, and then I'd be hangry again, and this would go on and on. I would always have to snack all day, and it's, it's just a pain to, to live this way, and it was for me, and that's why I shift my diet was there was, I had a lot of anxiety around how I used to eat because first, what do I eat, right? That's the question. I go in my cupboards and I'm looking around. There's so many different options and I know the certain foods that make me feel good and that don't make me feel good. And then I tend to lean towards the foods that don't make me feel good because you know, I'm, I'm, my body's craving it. They're, they are a drug. They are addicting. Sugary foods, carb-rich foods, they're addicting. That's the thing. And so I had a lot of anxiety around this way of eating because I didn't know what to eat because there's so many options. There's like an unlimited amount of options in the supermarket. It's overwhelming. And second, the foods I'm eating are not satiating and they make me feel bad. So I was confused. What do I eat? And so what's great about this diet for me was that I only eat like five, six things. And I don't have anxiety around what I eat because I know what I'm eating. And they're all easy to make too. You know, I put a steak on the grill for 10, 15 minutes, and then I eat that. Or I make eggs in the frying pan, and I cook some bacon, and I eat that. And it makes me feel great when I eat these foods. My body runs off the fat, and that's what a ketogenic low-carb diet is, is a high-fat, moderate-protein diet where your body then uses the fat as fuel instead of the glucose from those carbs. And we've been eating this way for most of evolution. So we discovered fire 2 million years ago, roughly. 2 million. So as you can imagine, around this time, we started to cook our meat We used to eat our meat raw. We used to eat the leaves and berries just the way they are off the trees. But when we started to cook meat, we were able to digest the meat in a different manner, more efficiently. And we ate ate meat throughout the hundreds of thousands of years we evolved. That's what we were eating, organ meats, bone marrow, uh, everything about the animal we would eat. Brains, heart, liver, everything. And I truly believe we are carnivorous creatures. I really believe that based off of how I feel on this diet. And I started off keto eating high vegetable foods and little little meat on the side. I was eating giant salads. I was eating dark chocolate. I was eating a lot of almonds. But I wasn't feeling good. After I ate the salad, I actually felt worse. I felt bloated, low energy, sluggish. 
consistently hungry. But when I started to reduce my vegetables and my lettuce and I got rid of like the dark chocolate, the nuts, even the salads, everything changed. And now I am on a carnivore diet. So for breakfast today, I ate eggs, bacon, and some steak. And I feel great. My body is revved up, fueled, and I'm ready to take on the day. I feel strong. I actually look strong. My muscles have became more defined. And now when I go to the gym, I see that I am building muscle way way easier than I used to. And that is so cool. But I noticed that the bloating went away when I switched to high meat, all meat diet. And I feel better. And don't take my word for it. I'm here to get you to question things. That's why I'm talking about this. I want you to go, huh, that's interesting. I should look into this. That's what I want. I want you to challenge what I'm saying. I want you to find the books and resources that I found when I first came across this myself. I thought to myself, huh, interesting. I got to look into this. I got to see what the what this is all about. And so the most bioavailable and absorbable foods that we can eat as humans are real one ingredient whole foods. And we break down and use over 20% of the meat that we intake. Compared to a cup of spinach, we only absorb 1% of its nutrients. And the rest comes out. Have you ever talked to a vegan or a vegetarian about their bowel movements? I mean... <laughs> Why would that ever come up? But if you do happen to talk about that with them, they will poop five times a day. Maybe not five, but they're pooping so regularly because they're eating so much fiber, but then they're not absorbing all of the foods and it's coming out the other end. If you talk to somebody on a carnivore diet, they're not pooping as regularly. And that's because they're actually absorbing all of the nutrition from the foods, from the meat. And their body is using it as fuel. And I noticed that within myself. That I poop less often. I am bloated hardly on this diet. Rarely. And my energy levels are through the roof. I can't even believe it. And one of the biggest things about this diet is that for me, I sleep way better. Because... It's like there's no inflammation in my body. All of my joint pains went away. And I noticed that I'm breathing more deeply. My, I'm getting way more oxygen in. It's easier for me to breathe. I'm not stuffed up like I used to be in before growing up. I was sick often. I grew up sick uh, every month, at least once, once a month with a migraine and, and nausea. I would get colds every year. And now, I can't remember the last time I was sick with a cold 
with a fever. My migraines have reduced and completely, almost completely went away on this diet. Sure, I'd get a headache now and then, but not like it used to, not like it was before. That's for sure. And so, and the diet I grew up eating were waffles for breakfast, cereal for breakfast, bananas and um, cookies and sandwiches, pizza, hot dogs. And my whole life, I wasn't feeling my best. I, was, I, I felt weak. And my mood was up and down cons- continuously. And so keto, I want you to look at diet at, on this spectrum, the proper human diet, like Dr. Ken Berry likes to describe it. He's one of my role models when it comes to diet. He, the, the spectrum is like this. On the one end, there's keto, which is berries, nuts, choc- dark, dark chocolate, low carb, which is like 50 grams of total carbs a day. And you're eating a lot of meat, eggs, fish, along with vegetables. But you move along the spectrum and you start to minimize all the, all the carbs in vegetables and chocolate and, and nuts. And you start to increase your meat. So for me now, I eat mostly meat, steak, especially. I love steak. I eat lamb. I love liver, beef liver. I eat that. I love chicken. Um, One of my favorite foods ever is eggs. And the more I am more, the more I am tilted on this meat side, the, the better I feel. And that's because I've experimented over the years of being on this diet. I've been doing this. I I actually lost count. It's at least three and a half. I would actually say four years, three and a half to four years now. And I've just been experimenting throughout this whole time. And I am feeling the best on a carnivore diet. My fiance saw my improvements when I first started. I never convinced her to to go on the diet. I just told her, this is how I this is what I want to eat because I'm not feeling mentally clear and at my best. And and she she understood that and accepted that. I went on the diet. She saw the improvements in me and she was then motivated to go on the diet. And now she is on a very low carb ketovore diet, which is a little bit of veg and some nuts and berries, but mostly meat. And she feels phenomenal. And she only eats once a day because she's never hungry. She eats a high fat, moderate protein meal She's satiated and all day she has this amazing energy. Her mood is phenomenal. And she told me, Brad, you know, everyone at my job is so sluggish. They're snacking all the time. Their mood is always up and down. And I, I seem like that I'm the only one that's mentally stable throughout the day and, and energized consistently throughout the day. And I told her, yeah, it's amazing. I feel the same way. And I come into contact with those people all the time. 
you know, they're, they're up and down. It reminds me of my old self, but I am now consistently energized. I'm consistently feeling good. Right. And so I'm constantly sacrificing the, the feel good foods now, like cookies, cakes, pies, and all those pizza, right? I'm sacrificing those foods now because I know the future Brad is going to benefit greatly from not having those foods in his diet. And so to go back to what I currently eat in the day, um, I eat for breakfast, eggs, bacon, steak, and then in the afternoon around two or three, I will have uh, maybe another steak. Sometimes I have a keto dessert maybe once every three weeks because they don't really, they're not, I don't feel the best when I eat those keto desserts. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. So I limit them. And so I'll sometimes have some more eggs for dinner or I'll have some lamb um, or chicken or some fish, uh, any seafood, right? I'll, I'll have some of that. And and that would be my meal. Very simple. And then I would have some coffee, not caffeinated, but decaf coffee. I'll have some tea during the day. And then I'll have sparkling water, which I absolutely love. And so how I feel now, well, if I, if I keep repeating myself, I'm sorry, but it's worth repeating my mood consistently stable. I am not up and down. I, my mental clarity is sharp. I remember the moment I was on this diet. I'll never forget it. I was sitting in Starbucks and what I had earlier would be fish and some vegetables. And I was sitting there enjoying my tea and I was like, wow, I feel so good. I feel mentally clear. Could this be something I can sustain? Is this something I can keep up? And now three and a half to four years later, yes, it's something that can be consistent in your life. It's consistent in mine. Things have never been so great. And I would say this diet journey has been one of the biggest paradigm shifts of my life. I can't believe how this affects my day to day. We can say, well, the gut is the second brain, but I think the gut is the first brain. And so many people are not aware of what they put inside their bodies. They don't read the ingredients. And people just assume that all the food companies out there are out to serve your proper health, but they're not. They're out to make profit. They want you to keep consuming their Pringles, their crackers, their protein bars, their cookies, whatever it is. They want you to consume those things and stay addicted. But that's not the proper path. And that's not the, those aren't the right foods for a human diet. If you look into our history, you will find 
the foods that we've been consistently eating throughout our evolution. And I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of years of eating. We hunted, we mostly ate meat, organ meat, and some veg and some berries and a little bit of honey. And I encourage you to research this. And it makes sense for me because feeling how I feel on the diet, I can say, yeah, that makes sense. My body seems to love this food because I'm feeling the best I've ever felt in my life. My body feels lighter. It feels stronger. There's no inflammation, no joint pain, no aches. My gums actually improved. My teeth, my overall dental health greatly improved. Like I used to, my gums would bleed. I would get blisters inside my mouth. All sorts of things would happen. That all went away. All went away. My skin got better. I used to suffer from dry, scaly skin every winter. That went away. My skin is smooth because of all the omega-3 fatty acids I'm getting from eggs and meat and seafood. It's It's unbelievable. And like I said before, my sleep greatly improved. I dream better. I have many vivid dreams now. It's, they're so vivid. It's, it's so great. I love that. And my muscles are more defined. I have more energy to do things. And when I'm out with Maggie, I'm no longer getting hangry or upset as often or Uh, moody. I'm consistently calm and in the present moment and evaluating the situation rather than thinking internally about where am I going to get my next meal uh, or just in a brain fog. And lastly, I want to conclude this podcast by giving you a few resources so you can do the research yourself. I want you to look into Dr. Ken Berry's YouTube channel. He's a carnivore doctor. He used to be on keto, and then he switched to carnivore, and all he does on his channel is talk about this carnivore diet and how to live the best life you can. I recommend you look into Dr. Sean Baker, another carnivore doctor. Look into Michelle Hearn. I did a podcast with her a few episodes back. Listen to that episode. She's an amazing dietitian who overcame serious health concerns. She overcame uh, anorexia and also her body was suffering from severe inflammation, which impacted her running. I want you to look into Michelle, or sorry, Michelle, Michaela Peterson. Michaela Peterson is on a carnivore diet and she healed all of her autoimmune problems because of this diet. She suffered from rheumatoid arthritis. She suffered from just, her body was so inflamed that she had to, she had to get most of her joints replaced as a young kid. Her story is horrific. If you type in Michaela Peterson on YouTube and you look at her and you watch her TED Talk, that is eye-opening. Really, really interesting. And books I recommend include The Big Fat Surprise by Nina Teicholtz, 
Lies My Doctor Told Me by Dr. Ken Berry, and The The Carnivore Code by Dr. Paul Saladino. And that's where I'm going to leave you on this podcast episode. I hope you found this podcast to be insightful, useful, and take what I say with a grain of salt and look into it yourself. Do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.